From the humble ham and cheese to a tower and clubhouse to the glorious banh mi, I love sandwiches. I always have. What's not to love? You take your favorite things, stuff them between two pieces of bread, what could be better than that? There are no real rules when it comes to making sandwiches. But having said that, you pick up a few things over the years. More suggestions than rules. Suggestions that if followed can make even the most humble sandwich one you will never forget. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Now this post isn't going to focus so much on different types of sandwiches, but rather sandwich theory. Ideas and techniques that take a good sandwich and make it great. Because why wouldn't you want to know that? I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this is everything I know about sandwiches. Bread. As most of you probably know, I can't eat gluten, so I don't eat real bread anymore. I've only known this for about two years, so prior to that I was breading it up like you wouldn't believe. Now, even though I haven't had a slice of real bread in over two years, I still know an awful lot about it. And I should say as well that gluten-free bread has come a long way. It isn't nearly as good as the real thing, but they have made a lot of progress. Now, bread falls into two into a few different categories, excuse me. You have breads with hard crust and chewy interior like a French baguette. You have hard crust, soft interior like sourdough. Then there is soft crust uh, and soft interior like a loaf of bread you'd buy at the grocery store. But really, there are thousands of different types of bread, but we're going to start with just these three. So some breads are better suited to some fillings. A baguette with its hard, chewy crust isn't great for sandwiches with a lot of fillings. For example, if you make a ham, cheese, lettuce, tomato sandwich with mayo on a baguette, your first bite is going to send all the fillings flying. Those same fillings on a softer bread is no problem. You're biting into it and through the bread easily, which allows you to get down into the fillings, rather than forcing them out of the sandwich. However, just ham, cheese, and butter will work well on a baguette, and is very classic French. Now, there are some fillings that a baguette is better for. These tend to have watery fillings, or, or excuse me, wetter fillings, or hot fillings. For example, I will often take leftover roast beef, slice it thinly, heat it up with a bit of gravy and Dijon mustard, maybe some caramelized onions and spinach, and put that on a baguette in a nice, even layer. The thicker crust holds its integrity much better than a few slices of white bread would. Now, using the right bread for your sandwich can completely change the eating experience. It could be the difference between all your fillings shooting out of your sandwich uh, or your sandwich just disintegrating. So as crazy as it may seem, choosing the right bread is really important. And knowing what bread to use for what sandwich really comes down to the filling. If you're planning on loading your sandwich up and stacking it high, you want a bread that you can easily bite into. For sandwiches with wetter or hot ingredients, you want bread with a dense crust that can stand up to those demands. Other breads. I want to also say not to forget about flatbreads. Obviously, tortillas make great wraps, but those aren't the only options. Lebanese or pocket pita is fantastic, and non bread is amazing for hot sandwiches, as is Greek pita. Think beyond just slices of bread. To toast or not to toast. Now, as far as I'm concerned, toasting comes down to personal preference and the type of sandwich. Some sandwiches feel like they just have to be toasted, like a BLT or a clubhouse. But on the flip side of that, it feels kind of strange to eat a ham and cheese on toasted bread. But again, that's personal preference. 
Toasting can help to protect the bread if there are some juicier ingredients or if the filling is a bit wet like a tuna salad. But again, it mostly comes down to personal preference. I'll leave it up to you. Butter that bread. Now, I know that this is a controversial topic. Some people hate butter on sandwiches. Some love it. I love it. I butter pretty much all of my sandwiches. I do this for two main reasons. I love the flavor and it helps to protect the bread. This is especially true if the bread isn't toasted and you're using a composed salad like tuna, chicken, or egg to fill your sandwich. Butter will protect the bread from going soggy. Condiments. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what condiments you should and shouldn't use on your sandwiches. That would be crazy. What I can say is that on the mayo versus miracle whip debate, I firmly and wholeheartedly fall into the mayo camp. But no matter what condiment or condiments you use, push it to the edge, meaning don't leave even a millimeter of that bread dry. There is nothing worse than eating a delicious sandwich, get into the last bite, and it is just dry, lonely bread. One other thing I will say is that mayo doesn't just have to be mayo. You can mix in a little pesto uh, or a little Dijon mustard or roasted red pepper or horseradish. Uh, this all adds a really exciting and delicious element to your sandwich with minimal effort. Different spreads. Other spreads like hummus flavored goat cheese, borson cheese, tzatziki can also be really delicious on sandwiches. It doesn't just have to be mayo and mustard. Hell, even marinara on the right sandwich is amazing. So just, you know, play around a bit. See what works for you. Sandwich fillings. So one of the beautiful things about sandwiches is that you can put whatever you want in them. They are a universal vessel for other foods. But, of course, I do have a few tips. Slice. Whatever it is that you decide to put in your sandwich, slice it as thin as you can. Super thin slices of tomato, for example, are much better for the structure of your sandwich than really thick slices. Even when it comes to meat, really thin slices can be folded into layers than, uh, rather than just thick slices. It adds height and stability to the sandwich. Meat. Speaking of meat, cold cuts and deli meats are good, but leftover roast beef, ham, roast lamb, chicken, or turkey, these are better, hot or cold. Think beyond what you buy at the deli counter. Those meats are usually loaded with nitrites and salt, and they also generally aren't nearly as delicious as home-cooked stuff. Whatever you want to put on your sandwich, just remember the better the quality of the ingredients, the better the quality of the sandwich. Lettuce. Just like deli meats are good, so too is iceberg lettuce but it isn't the only option when it comes to adding greens to your sandwich. Spinach and arugula are great additions, especially for hot roast beef or roast lamb sandwiches. Also, mixed salad greens that you can buy in the grocery store are fantastic on sandwiches and add a lot of color. If you want to get really deep into it, different greens have different flavors that pair well with different things. Arugula, to use that again, um, is peppery and nutty. This goes really well with red meat. And the taste, the more you taste, the more you know. Also, there aren't really, excuse me, also, they aren't really lettuce, but sprouts like Alpha Alpha are delicious on sandwiches. And there are loads of different varieties out there now um, that are definitely worth checking out. Vegetables. There's no limit to the vegetables that you can put on a sandwich. Like everything else, slice them, slice them thin and just put whatever you want on. Cheese. The better the cheese, the better the sandwich. What else do you need to know?
Conclusion. This is probably way more than you wanted to think about when it comes to sandwiches. But really, that little bit of extra thought goes a long way. Turning something that is already good into something that is amazing takes that little bit of extra thought and effort. Absolutely it does. But it pays off when you take that first bite and realize just how good a sandwich can be. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this has been Everything I Know About Sandwiches. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. Uh, And of course, thank you as always for listening. You have no idea how much I appreciate it. Uh, And you can like and subscribe to the podcast. You can tell your friends about it. You can share it. Uh, All that great stuff. I hope that you have a fantastic day and an even more fantastic weekend. And I'll be back on Monday with another great episode of Food and Five. Uh, And it'll be a 30 minutes or less day. So I'll see you then. Have a great weekend, everybody.